Well, that last one was a really great podcast. I don't know if anything could ever beat that last one. Mm, yes. Yeah. Boy, what a great podcast. It was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever be able to do anything as good as that previous podcast that you just listened to. We could try, though. Yeah, we could definitely try. Kenny Myers, and with me as always, uh, Matthew Anderson. And this is the Chips and Bits podcast. Sure is. Which will try to be as great as that last podcast. Which, uh, if it's our podcast, then it would be our last episode, which was one of our best episodes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that was because we loved the game. Mm-hmm. And that game was inside. Yes. And, uh, you know, callers throughout the, the month following, people calling in and writing to us have been telling us how surprised they were about the ending to inside and yeah. how, gl- how glad they were we warned them about spoilers uh, spoilers yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but there'll be no spoilers in this podcast nope because we are talking about overwatch 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 so a little background story neither of us had overwatch on our radar no not period. at all period we're like we don't want to play a multiplayer shooter yes correct <laughs> and unless it was co-op yeah. And cover shooter, most likely. Probably. Like The Division. Yeah, or like Gears of War. Which is ironic, because The Division was on our radar. It was, yeah. And if you go back to that podcast... Not as good. Not as good. Not as good as what? Spoiler uh, alert, Matt. Not as good as uh, the previous podcast. Oh, the one that was just on before us? Yeah. Yeah. Or the uh, uh, Frank Ocean song. Yes. Yeah, that you were listening to. Not as good as that. Love Frank Ocean. Don't even know who that is. Yeah, he's great. Uh, you just have to love him. Uh, so Overwatch by Blizzard. It wasn't on our radar. Um, and we were playing, actually, we were playing The Division. We were playing The Division yes. with, um, what is that sound? I don't know. What is that sound? I think that's the chair. Yeah. We, uh, we recently moved locations to our new offices in downtown Seattle. I'm definitely not moving my chair anymore. I still hear that noise. That's amazing. Um, we recently moved offices. This is going to be crazy. That must be the murderer. Yeah. <laughs> scratching on our tent <laughs> with his hook. Uh, yeah. It's, it's the, uh, project manager of the division <laughs> coming, coming to get us. Whether he's a project, mostly cause he's a product manager. And the title means yeah. something to mm-hmm. him. Uh, so we were playing the division and we were all roughly in the hating stage of it where, uh, we were just like, okay, let's just get through. The, I mean, we've come so far. Let's just get through it. And then my little brother's like, all right, I'm going to log off and go play this Overwatch beta. And then like the next week, he came on and was like, uh, Overwatch is fantastic. Like, you have to play Overwatch. It's a great game. Yeah. And of course, in typical uh, Chips and Bits fashion, Matt was like, that's okay. I've got enough to play. And I was like, sure, why not? Impulse bot. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't just, I mean, I didn't just, it wasn't out of hand. I've got enough to play. It was also the type of game, like, as you alluded to when we started right. the podcast. Like, right. I'm very particular about shooters in general. The last one we played was Titanfall 2. Yeah. Titanfall, not Titanfall 2. And that also, I mean, 
that was an extremely lucky game. Uh, it was right after we just per- like I purchased my Xbox One, I believe. Yeah, it was it was exclusive on that. Yeah, and it was a reason to get that game and a reason to play the Xbox. But it was a great game. It turned out to be a really good game. Yeah, it didn't have a lo- longevity. No. But it was super fun. When it was we a very it. bright flame that burned out quickly. So quickly, unfortunately, because yeah. it was really fun. So I play Overwatch. I plug it in and I and I uh, I play it. And I'm like, this is great. And I I did something that I also never do. Right. Which is, I told Matt, I recommended to Matt that he plays Overwatch. Kenny has a hard time recommending. He doesn't. No. He doesn't want to be held accountable for his recommendations. Correct. And in fact, I throw things out there to see how people land, but uh, I don't really recommend, like, I don't use the word recommend. Right. I think you should play this. It'd be like, it'd be more like, listen, you should try this 50-50 shot if it's good, <laughs> if you're going to like it or not. Yeah. Like, no idea. Uh, I would, I mean, but if your heart's not into it, don't worry about yeah. it. I'm not, I'm not like dying for it. But Overwatch, I was like, you need to play this. Here's your game code. To, yeah, to buy to, yeah. to play Overwatch. Well, you you uh, because I knew that there were there were going to be two things stopping you. <laughs> uh, one is just your inertia on playing a game like yep. this. Like, and then two, then spending money to play a game like this. And I knew if I gave it to you for free, you would just be like, "Well, it's free, so I'll just fucking try it." Yeah, I'll try it. And now here we are. How many months later? Three months. Three months later. Three or four, even. Yeah. And we play Overwatch just about every Wednesday. Yeah, weekly at least. Yeah, and I mean, we play Overwatch when not in our gaming session. Right. Yeah. Just like we should play. A, <laughs> yeah, we should squeak in another and video that game. And that quickly night. eclipsed me in levels. Yeah. It quickly because you like it's a multiplayer shooter and they have an advancement system where you get loot boxes. Um, and and Matt quickly jumped over me. I think it was mostly because of my skill. Yeah, so that's the story of how we became, we fell in love with Overwatch. And yes. That's my dog whining in the background. This is amazing. It's going to be fun to listen to this podcast and you know, see how many things we can hear. Because it's just probably just as likely that it's one of those things that uh, no one hears it except us. Yeah. And so and we'll mention all these things about the audio quality and everyone's like, what are they talking about? Well, we like to be meta-commentary co- meta on our podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. This is also fun. the commentary track while the podcast is happening. So Overwatch is great. Yes, it is. And uh, Matt, I've, I've brought us to how Overwatch came to be. The amazing story of how we came to play Overwatch. Yes. Explain Overwatch to people. So Overwatch, uh, at its core, is a multiplayer shooter. You have teams of six, and it's first person, and you have different weapons and skills. But furthermore, there's these tiny little backstories about all the different characters. The characters uh, fall into classes. So the closest thing that always comes to mind for me is something like uh, Team Fortress, if you're familiar with that, where there's a class system of different styles of characters. And while they all fit into a given class, the... Uh, further along the line towards like a MOBA, they are very individual. So they carry different weapons within the same class. They'll have different skills within the same class. And more specifically, some of them are very, very good at countering either another class or even sometimes specifically a particular character inside another class. So it's it's very specialized um, kind of balancing act that it seems like Blizzard did to come up with all these different characters. And then they plop you in the middle of a, wor- of a, of a world, and most of it is um, 
kind of capture the point um, or you have a payload and you have to move from point A to point B and it's, it's usually time-based. You have to capture and hold a zone for a certain amount of time. And that's pretty much it. I mean, the description-wise, that, that's it in a nutshell. But somehow it's just in, infinitely better than that description. It's, I think there's only something like seven levels in the game. Too. Or eight, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's not even like a, the 20 maps you would get in like an Unreal Tournament or anything like that. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's small. At least yeah. right now, for sure. Yeah. Um, you, you get to know the levels very quickly. And there are 20 characters. Is that 21 now with Anna? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Sounds about right. Um, I can, I'll see if I can remember the classes. There's attack or assault characters. Yep. There's defend characters. Yep. There are definitely support or like health related characters. Yep. And one last. And then there's tanks. Tanks. Yeah. Yeah. Tank class. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, it's just one of those games where I don't even know where to start with how much, there's so much awesome shit we could talk about with this game. It is so fun to play that I think that one of the key things about this game is that it's incredibly accessible and easy to play up front. Yeah. Like you can just pick a character and you'll have fun pretty much instantly, even though you'd probably die. And you can use some, they, they have some, uh, like a basic, uh, difficulty ranking that they assign to the different characters. There's at least an easy and a hard version of each character in each class. Yeah. And so if you're, you know, for whatever reason, scared off by one of the characters and you just want to dive in, you can pick one of the easier-to-learn characters right? and just play right away, and it's super fun. Yeah, like there's the standard first-person shooter character. Yeah, there's the Call of Duty-ish guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's uh, beyond that, uh, one of the key things... I have to move closer to the mic. My echo's getting a little too... Sorry, I'm really meta this podcast. It's, it's fine, man. disgusting. Um, one of the key things about your character choice is it really changes how the game plays. And it's not like, like in team fortress, there are five character classes and it does change how you play the game, especially if you all work together. But the fact that there are like four or five characters within those character classes and they all have very, very different play styles generally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even from something as simple as some of them are very fast and yeah. some of them are very slow, yeah. all the way down to what I hinted at in my initial description, which is there are some characters where the way that they are, are styled uh, as far as their powers and abilities go, they're very specifically tuned to counter one particular other player. Yeah. Um, and Give so, an example. Um, okay. So, Tell the people what they want to hear, Matt. So let's see. Um Let's get a maybe my favorite example. Um, there's a so there's a character in there that um, <laughs> Kenny's dog just came and started licking my hands while I was trying to think. <laughs> it was very distracting. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, let's see. So you've got these uh, defense characters, um, like like uh, one's named Hanzo. Hanzo. Hanzo is a defense character that um, shoots arrows. So he, you know, you use him from afar, but he also kind of works like a sniper. Um, it takes longer for his arrows to reach their targets. You mm -hmm. kind of have to stand back because he's, you know, doesn't really have as much upfront attack. Um, but he's got um, arguably one of the more devastating special attacks in the whole game. It's this crazy spirit dragon that rotates in 360 degrees and goes from one side of the map to infinity and kills people in its path. It's, it's brutal. If you've ever seen Scott Pilgrim versus the world, it's almost the exact dragon fight they have. In yeah. The giant. Uh, yeah. Two swirling 
he yeah, looks the dragons. twins. Yeah, pretty much almost exactly that power. Yeah, um, and so excuse me, thank you. <clears throat> excuse me. So, you know, you can when you see someone playing with that other character, um, you know, you have to go to any of the other characters in the other classes. And one of my favorite um, counters, which I've never pulled off, but can be done, uh, is that the the corresponding character, which happens to be his brother uh, in the game, is, is that a, the counter to him. Oh, I'm just giving you one example. Got it. There's many. Um, but his brother's name is Genji. He's like a robotic ninja. One of your favorite characters to play. I like him as well. Yeah. Uh, he's got this deflect ability. Yeah. Uh, where he can block anything, any projectile for a certain number of seconds. If the person who's playing Hanzo chooses to shoot the arrow directly at you. Yeah. And you counter that shot with the deflect action of Genji, you actually reappropriate this special dragon move to Genji and it fires backwards towards him. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Um, another one of my favorite, a similar counter to that, which can be used with Genji's deflect is there's a, there's a, um, uh, a Wait, sheriff, a sheriff that, character. Is that why, is that the blue dragon? Yeah. If you've ever seen the red dragon. Yeah. That's cause someone deflected the dragon. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Wait, no, no. The, the original's red. If it's blue, it's been deflected. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So there's... I always, oh, man. That's so crazy. Yeah. Look it up. We'll, I'll, we'll link to it in the notes. I it's have a giant erection right now. <laughs> Good, as you should. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another it's not char- a sex thing, though. Another character is this guy called McCree, who's like this sheriff. Um, Fucking hate McCree. His special move is so gnarly. Um, it's deadly. Yeah, he uh, basically it, sl- it slows down time for him, and you have a certain amount of time where you can move your reticle around the screen. Yeah, and anyone within your field of vision, if you hover over them close enough, they'll get a target attached to them. And there's this balancing act of trying to get as many targets as you can, but also trying to get the special off as fast as possible because it's one of those ones that has an audio cue, which we should. They talk all about. have audio. They cues. all have audio cues, and they're amazing. Yes. So if you're playing and you hear his audio cue, you're gonna. It's high noon. It's high noon. <laughs> We'll put that in the notes, too. Um, you run and hide yeah. fucking immediately, yeah. right? Because you don't want to get hit. So there's this balancing act the McCree player will take to try and get as many as they can, but also get the special off as fast as possible to try and prevent people from running away. Uh, it always goes from left to right whenever he actually does the, the special. And so there's a trick with Genji where if you hear the high noon and you can turn fast enough and start your deflect, you try to move basically as far to, the, to your left um, of the McCree that you see. And if you could get yourself in the first slot position and deflect it, you can not only cancel it from hitting any, anybody else on your team, but you can deflect it back at him and hit him. You can headshot him with one of his bullets. Wow. I've actually done that one, and it was one of the greatest moments of my life. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's great. I heard your wedding was really boring. It was like second place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, you know, I'm probably not doing any of these descriptions justice because I'm overly excited about just how cool some of the stuff is. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's how specific you can get with which character you are, knowing basically which characters on the other team you have the potential to counter and how to approach them and when to use your moves. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about those audio cues. Okay. One of my more favorite things about the game. More favorite. Yes. Mm, just like that. Most. English phrase. Quote, One of quote. my most favorite things. Go on. Um, just something I'd never really experienced in that capacity. Can't you just say favorite thing? That's one of my favorite things. There we go. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm trying to give it precedence because we're going to list a lot of favorite things depending on how much time we have. 
And I would put that near the top of my list as far as things that I think are just unexpectedly enjoyable about this game. Right. Yeah. So you, 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 you save up power and over time, if you save up enough power, you can activate the special move. Each character has a unique special move, but each of them has an audio cue as Kenny and I alluded to. Yeah. And some of them are, um, based on your location. So only if you are kind of within uh, vocal distance of the characters, you'll hear them. Right. Essentially, basically, if you can be hit by this special move, you will hear it. Which is why that the one I was talking about with the dragons, the Hanzo one, is so crazy. Because since it can go through the whole map, no matter where you are on the map, you're going to hear his little... Yeah. Whatever Which is, is really weird. That was racist. It was really weird because uh, you'll be sitting there at like the starting point with everyone literally all the way across the map. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, these two fucking giant dragons just come, out, come of out of the wall. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, brutal. It, if you do it right, you'll fire it and everyone will look, but then they won't see it because it'll be coming from afar or something. Yeah. Through walls and everything. Yeah. And then a couple seconds later, after they've forgotten about it, well, there's the dragons. Yeah. They're dead. amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So another piece of the sound design that I really like is, um, uh, that's it. I got nothing. Really? What happened to it? I don't know. It just died like halfway. It was very specific. It was sound design. You I know. We're going to talk about. Uh, one of the things that I really like about the audio cues uh, uh, is that you can sort of like, it's like it's like it signals. Sometimes it really just signals your death. Like, oh yeah, most high of the noons. Time. High noons, the good one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know uh, another one is there's a there's a a mech driving uh, lady named Diva. Yeah. DVA. Mm. Yeah. And she uh she has this this ultimate where she literally throws her mech into the crowd and it just explodes. Yeah. Like, like in three bomb. seconds. So yeah. So you're just sitting there, you're playing, and then uh someone, a player who really knows what they're doing can crawl all over the map, get up really high where you can't really see her, and then set it off so that it goes in the middle of your team defending a point, and then you're all dead and people come and take the point. But you hear the dree, 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 yeah. and you're just like, oh shit. And you can just see like everyone scatter. Yeah. Um, and that has a huge blast radius. So if someone's huge good blast with that radius. character, yeah. they'll, they'll drop it from above. You'll hear the, the voice cube and you'll look around. You won't see anything. Yeah. And then when you turn around again, it just dropped right in front of you and you're like, ugh, dead. I'm trying to think. I think I, I haven't really had much because uh, most of the characters I play are support characters. Yeah, they play I well. Let me rephrase that. I play all the characters. And yeah. I'm usually the one who switches constantly to balance the team. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm not good with any of them. So That's uh, not true. You're good with Reinhardt. I'm very good with Reinhardt, actually. And Mercy. I'm really good with Mercy. Yep. But I'm, you're not the best Mercy. I'm not the best Mercy. That crown goes to someone else. Yep. Some blood relative. Um, yeah. And uh, so I haven't really had any moments uh, like you have where I got play the game and it wasn't like resurrecting people. So Mercy <laughs> is the support pe- person and her power is really useful because she just heals. You just fall around to heal. She actually has a pretty powerful little gun too. Um, and then as you gather it over time, you gain the, the ultimate ability and you can resurrect people who have died on the field, which is really yeah. helpful if, for example, D.Va drops her fucking... Yeah suit bomb on top of everyone they all die in the point when you're trying to capture but it. you're alive you can bring everyone back mm-hmm. and you know defend the point again um and stuff like that uh i've gotten good at but i've never really had a strong attack explosion thing mm. and the one that i constantly try to do well um there's a grenadier uh junk rat junk rat yeah who, i have so many different names for him now there's mm-hmm. a grenadier who actually um 
uh, has this wheel like that he carries on his back. This wheel that he carries on his back, and then he revs it up. It's essentially just a bomb that can climb walls and everything. A lot of these really big special moves are pretty much just bombs. Yeah. Uh, but you can control this one via remote control. Yeah, and you control cool. it via remote control. And you can even control it after your character gets killed. Yeah. Um, which makes no sense. But uh, I've gotten that so many times and never, ever been I think I've only killed two people tops. Gotcha. I've seen people take out entire teams with yeah. these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I just suck at those things. And I suck at McCree. I can't play McCree at all. And you play Reaper really well. Recently. And I yeah. don't play Reaper worth shit. And yeah. I don't understand the strategy there. Talk about how you approach Reaper. Now maybe give everyone sort of a understanding of like... Because Mercy is actually really simple for me. I can explain it really quickly. I mostly uh, am just hopping around to people really, really quickly. Because she has the ability to like fly to someone. And essentially the goal is to move really fast heal really quickly and then hop back to the next person and, you know, jump distances between them. And if I'm, everyone's healed, I boost their damage. Um, which is really simple. She's really easy to play. She's like one star on difficulty, which is pretty easy. Uh, Reaper is not one star in difficulty. I don't believe, I think he's a two star. He might be. They have a three star. He's technically very easy to play. He's the shotgun character. Except he's not that easy to play because he's pretty weak. Well, so he's pretty weak with health. Right. Um, the thing that you're usually weak with. But here's, here's the th- So, yeah, everyone has different strategies. The one that I've been using recently that's been effective is uh, Reaper has this teleportation ability where you can teleport almost anywhere within your field of vision. Uh, he's, he's slower than most. You know what it, it reminds <clears throat> me of? The um, what? Dishonored teleport. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, it's very similar. Um, so one of the things that I'll do, especially in the beginning, is to try and put myself in a place where I can see a lot of the battlefield. Uh, because in the beginning, most good teams will try and stick together. Yeah. And Reaper is the type of character that if you put him in the middle of the battlefield, he'll just get shredded because he has he doesn't have enough health. Wait, little interruption. Yeah. It is funny that you say most good teams when the normality is uh, not good teams. Right. <laughs> right. It's usually like... I mean, even as friends, we didn't stick together. Sometimes we don't. Yeah, it's really bad. Anyway, continue. So, well, I mean, that's why Reaper is the character for people that don't like to stick together. Right. Uh, Sometimes. Well, him and Tracer and Genji. Yes, they are are what I would call distraction characters. They're they're best implemented when you can use them to basically disrupt the other team. But more specifically, where Reaper really shines is if you can isolate someone who is just, just slightly away from the rest of their team then you can very quickly kind of hop down from wherever you are. And you can take them out very quickly if they don't know where you are at. Yeah. Um, and then what happens is that they drop these spirit orbs. And the spirit orbs refill your health if you're, if you're Reaper. So right. if you follow that pattern, you don't have to worry as much about your health because you'll get one kill, you'll pick up enough health to offset if they saw you and fired some shots back. Uh, and then if you save your, your Wraith ability, which just puts you in ghost form, no one can shoot you, you can hop back out and let your team, you know, help you and so well i mean explain what that is for you so form it, is like a, a temporary invincibility it's temporary invincibility where you cannot fire but you get speed all of a sudden because right. remember reaver is very so you slow can get in and out of a situation yeah. you, you you can't be shot you're invincible and you can just get back out of out of the fray yeah so it's basically picking your attack points you kind of hang back or you do kind of this lone wolf strategy where you're not too far from your team but you're you're up high enough where you have a vantage point where you can see, and you just start going around and picking off the other team members. Yeah, um, and that's great. Or if someone's got um, 
uh, Reinhardt, which is the shield character, you can basically just be the right-hand man for Reinhardt and just stay right beside him and wait for people to try and come up and uh, kind of strafe or come behind Have him. Have you been doing that Yeah, lately? Yeah. So you'll wait for someone to... Because the typical pattern is to either fire a whole, you know, volley a whole bunch of powerful weapons into the shield to destroy it yeah. or to get someone to sneak around and take him out from behind or from above. Like a Tracer or a Genji. Yeah. yeah. And so if that happens, then you can basically act as, you know, first line of defense for that. Yeah. Uh, but the, then the greatest thing is that Reaper's special move is just just this brutal devastating annihilation thing where he spins around in 360 degrees and does like gun kata just fires bullets and just they hit everything within his field of vision it's just like a just like a rotating fire wheel so annoying um so you know but more survivable than high noon it's interesting though because the, the whole point of that one is to make sure you get yourself in the middle of the most people as possible right so I just find playing with him very interesting because you have to really focus on keeping yourself away enough from everybody until the moment where you want to be right next to all of the characters uh, and you can really just shred an entire team with with his special ability. And you do really well with it. Yeah, so, most of the time. Uh, Sometimes not. We should talk about the interface and like the events that happen. Sure, let's do because it. Because when you do really well with it and you do, they have a bunch of metrics for tracking everything. Um. And one of the, the best ones is play the game. It's amazing. It's so fun. Yeah. Uh, and it feels very rewarding when you, when get, you it. get it. Oh, yeah. yeah it's great. Uh, it, it's essentially just a, a, a clip of who had the most devastating effect on the other team or the game or changed it. Uh, or and the most positive effect. Yeah, either. sometimes because yeah. that can be given to Mercy. Like if... my one play of the game in my entire time playing Overwatch was Mercy. Was yeah. resurrecting a bunch of people. They've got some amazing algorithm where they, you know, look at uh, at what point. It's you a, know. I can't imagine how incredibly difficult that. Me is. I mean, like, how do you balance things? And obviously, they haven't because some some characters get it more than others. It's rare to see certain characters in there. Yep. Um, you definitely see. Uh, Reaper, more McCree, yeah. people with devastating moves that right. kill like seven people. Yeah, it's not very often where it's like Lucio, play of the game. Right, right. <laughs> but when that happens, you're like, wow, this person must be really good at playing Lucio. Lucio's like this incredibly fast moving healer that heals like this is like where this is this is where the variation comes in. So Mercy and Lucio can both heal. Yep. Uh, Mercy does it by essentially shooting at people. You yeah. essentially hold a ray against people and it, and he heals them. Lucio uh, heals people just by having them in his, his vision. Yeah. But he, he doesn't heal them as much as Mercy. Right. But he's super fast. He can move around really quick. And you can jump on walls and slide down walls. Mm-hmm. So like two completely placed, different playstyles in the same class. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it also just looks fucking great. Yeah, it looks really amazing. I mean, it just looks like classic Blizzard style. It's really like over-exaggerated features. Very... Um, it's like they have this, they're like anime in a lot of ways. They have these really like strong, exaggerated characters in very serious kind of, right. kind of settings, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like Pixar in the sense that it's a very balanced version of stylized cartoon and then realism for the structure of the character and the levels and everything. And they have a whole reason, like they have a whole like lore behind Yeah. But it's not easily available yeah no you just like the characters talk to each other in the waiting area which again the yeah. waiting area too is just another one of those things that's yeah <clears throat> kind of because you about this there's game. a countdown sometimes for the game and if you're attacking you have to wait for the defenders to set up yeah they get what 30 seconds or something yeah a minute maybe but story-wise it's like you're in in media rest you're yeah. just in the middle yeah. of things 
And why these people are fighting makes uh, some sense, but not a lot of sense. So uh, I th- one thing before I forget, um, which I want to mention, but it's, I-, I don't know the reason why exactly yet, but I think it's really important to talk about. That's right. I, I pretty much like choked on sound design. So I feel like you oh, get yeah. a freebie. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, well, you're a better person than I am. Here's, here's another one of my more favorite things uh. <laughs> about the game is that most specifically shooters, yes. um, when you die while you're playing it, it really sucks almost every time. You're like, fuck. Yeah. Um, for the most part, it's incredibly fun to die in Overwatch, which is interesting because another thing that they have is there's some levels where when you die, the spawn point's like all the way the fuck back at the beginning of the level. Yeah. And it can take you quite a while to get back into the fray. Right. Um, and the, when I first started playing it, I, that was irritating to me. I was like, well, why did they start me all the way back here? I got to come all the way back. But again, as you start learning all the different strategies and such, mm-hmm. uh, there's characters that are incredibly quick. Very quick. If you really wanted to get back faster, you could switch characters and you could just go right back there super quick. Right, which is one of the better mechanics of Overwatch is every time you die and any time during the game, you can go back to the hub, the you can base. change. And you can change to a different character. Anyone you want. Anyone you Even want. Even if someone else already picked that one. Which I think is kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. They didn't... And they have a whole competitive thing, which I never entered. You did, though, didn't you? I did a couple of placement things, but I didn't get placed. Um. Aw, Matt. No, uh, no, I didn't finish it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't finish it. Um. Yeah, and, and competitive play, they only allow one type of character. Yeah. I which wish that which was, I think is kind of cool. I wish that was the default. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but so like, there, there's something about um, the way that the team is structured, and the fact that you're you're always thinking, even in the back of your mind, about the strategy of who you, which character you're gonna pick. If you died, did you die because you were being stupid? Did you die just because it was you know random? You got caught on your way back to the, your team and whatever, or did you die because the the team you're playing against just brought this line of characters that you just realized you have absolutely no defense against? Right. And so you're, you're constantly thinking of the strategy, even in death, which I think it's like a mini game inside the game. It, is. it makes spawning and dying incredibly fun. In this but game. I'm usually the only person who's changing my hero in any game I'm in. It's usually like everyone sticks to their hero and nobody tries to adapt. Yeah. Well, yes, that does happen a lot. More than enough. More than, than it should. I mean, we're talking, you can really tell when your strategy's not working uh really like when your character choices are really poor because you just get steamed. oh yeah yeah just get run over like that's one of the nice parts about overwatch if the strat like if your team choice is fine and everyone's like even just mediocre you can still hold your own yes like uh really good players will always be really good players but they and they get devastating attacks in uh but if you have the right counter like players to them and you're decent, you can hold hold the point and stop really good players from getting forward. Yep. Which is fantastic. I mean, that kind of it's just so fun. This game is so fucking fun. It's a it's really fun. Like it I I think the last time I enjoyed anything multiplayer uh that wasn't like co-op was Gears of War when we were all playing together with friends. Yeah, sure. But this is more fun. Although I'll still like still when I look at games like that, there's still such a heavy piece of that is still the fact that it's these people you like that you're playing with. Right. Uh, and in, in lieu of playing with terrible people right. in Overwatch, 
even playing with strangers is, is really it's fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. I'll just hop in for a match and I never hop in for matches on any of the yeah, other no. games I ever have. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I haven't taken enough time to really think about where it's going to sit, but I, I would not be surprised if Overwatch winds up being just one of my favorite games of all time. Wow. It's we're talking game of the year contender. Yeah. Oh, totally. In a year can... with both a South Park follow-up and uh civilization six. Right. So it's, it's saying a lot. And maybe one day XCOM two. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Never. Maybe Controller we... supports coming. Yeah. Well, I might play it then. Yeah. Good. I like um, that that's your standoff to like your favorite game. It's like, well, you don't have controller support, so maybe I'm Hey, gonna play. I didn't expect to be in that position either, but it, I'm just being honest. Hey, you just deal with the cards you dealt, buddy. It's a thing now for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, which is so hilarious. I remember when you didn't even want to touch a PC. Yeah, I had a bad experience. Yeah. Yeah, it touched me You mean me when the PC touched you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it touched me in the, re- in the reformat your computer every three weeks place. I love reformatting my computer. I, there's something. We've talked about your masochistic tendencies in the past. Yes, we have. Um, is there anything you don't like about Overwatch? Uh, yeah, Overwatch still suffers from that problem where really bad new players and really veteran, what I call the veteran problems. Veterans in the game are assholes. Okay. Yes. And, uh, new people in the game don't know enough and get put with you sometime and, um, they don't talk like they don't, they, like they don't ask questions. Yeah. They don't help. Yeah, my biggest problem with games like that is that people have been doing it for a while just assume that you have the knowledge to do it. Right. And like that, the fact that you're not doing it or something means that you're, I did the, yeah. My little brother's my fucking problem with this. <laughs> so, so, he's uh, fucking great and I love playing video games with him and I love playing Overwatch with him, but he's also my fucking problem with this game. But I'm his fucking problem with this game. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's, it hits both ways. Yeah, um, I agree. Mine's similar. I mean, I was going to be way more generic than you were. I was just going to say that, like like most multiplayer games, really one of the few problems I can isolate with this is is people. Like, it's not a game thing, but, like, people can be a problem in Overwatch. Right. Like, other people can be a problem. Uh, Ken, Kenny's example is one of them. I would say that that does... The only technical thing that extends to is the matchmaking system. Uh, they've definitely optimize the matchmaking system for individual players playing with other individual players yeah it's very easy for them to level match someone who just picked up the game tonight with a whole bunch of other people that just picked it up but if you just pick it up and you want to play with your friends they have a very difficult time trying to figure out the noob the noob i mean what an incredibly hard problem absolutely i get it you know i get it but like that's and out of all the i mean blizzard has a lot of experience doing this yeah yeah so i'm not i'm not knocking them i know they're probably hard at work but that comes that that does come up. Um, the the larger your party is, the more it kind of feels like you're getting penalized for trying to play with your friends. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one is is like to, to Kenny's point with just people on there that either don't communicate. Like it's funny, no one appears to use voice chat in this game at all. Right. Which is weird because it's all about talking and strategy and figuring out where people are. Right. Um, which always kind of bugs me. And then yeah, that thing where. Sometimes you'll hop online and you'll be in the character selection screen and three, the first three people will pick exactly the same character. Yeah. And then they'll type something like, come on, let's all play this person. Yeah. You're like, why would you ever do that? It's not fun. I think that's fun. It's stupid. That's see. My other favorite thing <laughs> is when you recognize the strategy isn't working uh, and specifically why it's not working is because someone picked a character and they're not playing it very well. They're, yeah. not, they're not really taking advantage of that character. And the solution to that will be that one of the other probably veteran characters... 
will pick that same character that the person's doing shitty at and then go and like do you know what my, nullify the I, character it's like i want to change my opinion uh, my least favorite part about overwatch is watching all my friends turn from loving this game into shitty grizzled veterans like you <laughs> You're like they're like, let's have fun, and I'm just like, do you not want to win this game? <laughs> no, but that, that's not. I'm not interested in the winning part. I'm interested in. You the, have like, said I've gone on record that this is one of the first games that you played in a long time where you felt like real emotions about not being able to uh, the team not working out. No, no, I told you that happened one night. Yeah, because it was so much. In but a that's row enough and all because night. you're so so. Uh, you're like a robot with your feelings. But again, it's it's not about winning. Like, for me, I could lose all night long. And, yeah, it can get frustrating. But I don't care about that. Yeah. What I care about is, like, you can lose, but you could still have played with five other people where you really tried hard to, like, pick up a strategy or or roll with each other. And when people don't talk or when they don't even type to each other. Yeah. And when you're on, you know, you're selecting the same characters and you're losing not because you're not trying hard enough, but because you're actually, you're just not trying. Yeah. Um, That's just weird to me. It was like, what, I don't understand where the the actual fun part is coming in. You're not strategizing. You're just going out there and shooting. And on that note, (laughs) it's time to end our podcast. Is it really? How long did we... Oh, God. Well, really cut off like five minutes, but... Still a long podcast. It is. Sorry. so sorry. Overwatch is great. Every single person should play it. Good thing you had that great podcast before this one. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Now you remembered the joke. Yeah. (laughs) And with that, uh, obviously, we love Overwatch, and it was it's like super surprising game mm-hmm. from a great company that keeps delivering really interesting games. Yeah. Uh, so you should play it. My name is Kenny Myers. And I'm Matthew Anderson. And thank you for listening to Chips and Bits. Sure. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs>